You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Abracadabra! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Broadcast <laughs> Geeks! <laughs> Coming to you uh, from our new location, the Quantum Realm beneath Mutant Information Cafe, where there is currently a magic show happening right above us. This is true. And yeah. I don't know what's going to come down through the walls or <laughs> out of any hats, but, you know. Every time they say abracadabra, I'm afraid somebody's going to grab me. <laughs> They'll have to reach out first. You should have at least a couple seconds. If you're using your kung fu training, you should be fine. <laughs> They're going to Magicians reach out versus ninjas never works out well for the magician. <laughs> That's DC's next animated film. Magicians versus ninjas. Is that Batman versus the Ninja Turtles? Is he a magician? Um, Is Batman a magician? Is no. that what you just said? No, but that that movie, I'm so excited for that movie. Yeah, but that we have a release on that? Uh, yeah, it's like the last week of this month. Ooh, so on DCU? Yeah. Uh, or theaters? It's, it'll be on DCU, but I think it's like on DC like a week after they put it up for sale. So I'm going to assume this is going to be the classic mm. Batman discovers turtles, fights turtles, turtles and Batman have to team up to... No, Shredder comes to Gotham. Shredder. It's all based on, like, it's beat for beat on the books. They've already acknowledged that. So okay. the, the books yeah. are Krang and the Utrom are opening... A portal to Dimension X and fuck it up and go to Batman's Earth, New York instead of, or Gotham instead of New York, because, which was weird, because in the book they're heavily implying that Gotham is New York City. It, I saw it on a map once. Yeah, and I it's know. like where Connecticut is. Yeah, that's why it's, well, it's weird one of the, in the five book. boroughs. Isn't it? I always thought it was one of the five. No, boroughs. Connecticut's always been one of the five boroughs. No, <laughs> Gotham. Uh, uh-uh. it's uh. it's farther away. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like Pittsburgh. So that that part of the yeah. world building's kind of weird because they, to make the story work, they just imply that like the turtles walk through this portal and on the other side is still New York City, but it's Gotham run by Batman and these. Roads. Well, there'll be a Daredevil reference in this just to make it all I, fucking. Sh- I'm sure fucking. not. But they're looking. They're looking for Shredder. Shredder's and he works Shredder with the Joker. Went through with the Utrom and like because it's a time and space vortex. He beat the turtles there by like eighteen months, I think. Hmm. Ah. Yeah, he, he has time to, and he's, to build a he's new. Been a, so that's like Batman Samurai kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And but well done. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So they, the turtles finally show up, and Batman like confronts them. Yeah. But is like, like more. Like, Let's take them out. More worried that they're more of Shredder's goons coming. Yeah. And then once they figure out they're on the same side, like very quickly. They work together to end this thing because they figure out, Donatello's math figures out that if they don't close it down, both their universes will end in like a certain amount of time. And and the turtles are slowly devolving uh, because when they're not in their universe, whatever 
crazy-ass science allowed them to become Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Doesn't work doesn't on Batman's or Function, or... yeah. Nice. They, they've got a, a different... So they become creepy. I'm, I'm sort of bummed out that for the animated movie, they didn't go with the animated version of the books. Because the second, the second group of six, they're also really well done. The second six issue miniseries is outrageous, though, because it the turtles come to New York. It's a different story because there's TMNT and Batman volumes one, two, and three, and then there's Batman the animated series and TMNT Adventures. Yep. that was teamed up. So that's the Batman the animated series and. Um, the 2012 Ninja Turtles and in that one the Ninja Turtles visit Gotham the first time and it's Batman and Dick as a child and then go home everything's fine and then time's moving normally for the Ninja Turtles but when they go back it's Dick grown up and, and Batman girl. Oh. and then when they come oh, back yeah. the right. third time to visit them to fix stuff like one last time <clears throat> it's Nightwing uh oh. So it's like the Jason, lion, lion, the witch, and the Bat wardrobe, Girl, and they go Batman. To, I mean, it's yeah, most of the bad family. Yeah, but it's and but it's it's the story's just as cool as the first one. But then also them using the animated styles of. I, I just wish DC would have gone with that. So it's like they're going back to Narnia, and time change is different. Yeah, Bruce, but the Bruce Tim style and the animated style would have just been cooler than me. Than like they're trying to make it look like Tinian's art. And it looks good, but the turtles don't look great. So, which turtle do you, does Batman get along most with? Donatello uh, or Raphael? He doesn't really. Get, I, I mean, yeah, like he kind of likes them all, but they're more yeah. they're more like a group of robins in his eyes. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he kind of wants them for to stop doing whatever they're doing. There, there is there is a there is a scene in the he one probably book where gets he like, along with Raphael the most. Fights them all and fucks them up like Shredder, which pisses me off because of the fighting skill. Uh, no, Raphael gets mad and Batman's like, I get it. Right. I understand that you're <laughs> this is your really frustrating. Hurt. <laughs> but Donatello's the the smart one. <laughs> yeah, but Donatello's the one who fucks it all up. And I also think Batman Fair. considers like how hard he's had to work at like being smart as just like a tool he's had to put into his toolbox to be a, a vigilante. Like I don't think he I don't think Batman's the guy at like a tech conference that's like sitting there like What's this gonna be? Well, I guess that brings up the question: then, is. is that something that he is that a muscle that he flexed, or is that was he always super intelligent and was just squandered? Uh, and then the books they make it seem like he had to work kind of hard at it. Hmm. Well, he was the world's best detective, right? Yeah, but it doesn't make you a great solder. By the way, I'm Nate Balding. And- Hmm. Oh, yeah. Did we never say hi? <laughs> no, we went right into it. I'm Jeff Albright. Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. And welcome to possibly episode 150! <laughs> it's definitely not the 150th, 50th episode we've recorded. It, it is not. No, this is true. This is very true. It's like the 152nd, 3rd, possibly? It's up there. It's in the yeah. 150s. But we're going to label this one possibly episode 150 part 2. We want. It's like the big two. It's like an Avengers. It's going to play out in several... Yeah, we'll get one more in this week, and then we'll make that one end game. Yeah, we'll just give it a subtitle mm. instead of yeah, an actual number. Now it's the Infinity so, Saga. Yeah, the first 150-some episodes are the Infinity Saga that yes. was just announced. <laughs> the, yeah. the Rise Chapter and Fall nine. of a Mel. 22. <laughs> That's pretty... Okay, so I was just reading the article about it. Uh, Feige just said 20... 22 movies complete the 
uh, Avengers or the Infinity Saga. The Infinity Saga. Yeah. Is that going to count Guardians Three, or is that going to no. be a completely no. different thing? It ends after now that James Gunn is back. It ends next month. Yeah. Well, no, that's Phase Four. It's just going to—they're going to be dealing with different villains, different overarching. Yeah. It's a new themes. saga. And I mean, potentially, I don't know, we might get a Doctor Doom. Uh, we might get. And we probably won't. The, the rumor that floated out of Marvel last week yeah. is that they're working on the Illuminati. Yeah. Be super oh, cool. that'd be dope. And that that is the, and that that's a great way to introduce also the Xavier. way to have Xavier and the and Namor exist. Yep. And, and Namor kind of young versions of themselves still. Mm. That he was working with Fury to keep hidden because they weren't ready yet. So Namor's so already got, been. He's got one dude who doesn't know who he is, and then a bunch of teenagers. Oh, so wait, are they gonna are they gonna introduce the X Men as like first class or as a young group? Kind of, but I, it's not gonna I be first class. It's gonna be Wolverine. It's gonna be Wolverine and the mutants. Yeah, yeah. that they already said there's gonna be one mutant who doesn't know who he is, and then a bunch of teenagers. That's Wolverine. Wolverine, probably young Wolverine though. Not young Wolverine. That's like eighteen hundreds. Well, yeah, yeah, but I think they're I think they're gonna <laughs> I think they're gonna get like a Zac Efron or somebody who gotcha. looks younger, gotcha. so that it plays better with a group of teenagers I'm than some sure. forty year old that's right. like. Ugh. Uh, let's go murder. Isn't Zach Efron like 40 now? <laughs> yeah, but he looks 16. It doesn't matter. When Hugh Jackman was 30, he looked 40. I'm first. That's Scott, true. Yeah. Scott Eastwood. I, I would be impressed if they find somebody that can outdo Hugh Jackman in, as far as the look goes. And, and I felt like he was a perfect Wolverine. Yeah. I loved him. I mean... I think they can do it, though. Even in that first movie, he's wearing hair extensions. I'm going to be impressed but, is yeah, my point. Yeah, but I, I, that's what I mean. I think... I well, think the they first do movie's it. bad. Like, yeah, but he no, looks good. I, I didn't even like it X-Men, when it came out. Just yeah. X-Men? That's because you're a good nerd, Nate. I still well, think it's right. okay. <laughs> I, love, uh, I meant that genuinely. Don't be hurt I mean, by it. they're all... Then by that, you know, by that, they're all really just bad. I mean... I love to. Outside of Logan. When Wolverine just cuts that dude. They are all bad. Yeah, Logan's not. But. Logan's not in... I don't even count Logan's, that as one of the X-Men films. Logan's right. phenomenal. Uh, I think Cyclops did a great job because he really made me dislike him more? as much, if not more, than I usually do. I don't remember how much you I thought. hate Cyclops. We Cy- Cyclops was the first character as a child I knew I was supposed to kind of like and couldn't oh, get okay. over the hill. Oh, okay. that was, but that was the first character in like He's the quarterback. or anything where I was like... He's the quarterback that gets the girl. I feel like I'm supposed to root for this guy, but I fucking hate that blue spandex punk. No, I never liked Cyclops. He's James Vanderbeek in Angus. He is. Totally, I was just thinking that. that he, fucking, he should have been Cyclops. I was wondering which movie you were going to call. <laughs> well, I was thinking Friday Night Lights, but in the movie yeah. Angus. Right. Man, he is James Vanderbeek. No, I like James Vanderbeek better because he makes fun of himself. Fair. James Vanderbeek in that Diplo show is still one of the greatest things I've right. ever seen. He was on the B in Apartment 23. Yeah, I was going to say, a minor uh, connection he, to the Marvel Universe. He might gracefully age into being our generation's Adam West. Yeah, I can see that. Vanderbeek? Dude, he's really self aware and down yeah, totally on is. himself. Totally is. He does not care. Well, about taking know. the piss out of himself. He knows he's not going to be a leading actor in, in this day and age. Nah, but he plays himself as, as James Vanderbeek helping pull off small crimes. I like the guy. I liked him in uh, the, the silent Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, played yeah, himself, yeah. him and Schwartzman, right? Yep. Or, um, no. I don't know, the pie fucker. Yeah. Not Schwartzman. I don't know his name. Jason Biggs. Biggs. Yeah. Biggs. There we go. 
Nice. The pie. Who I, 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 Mr. Biggs. I don't love him, and, and I don't really enjoy Chelsea Handler at all. He's probably very funny. But any of the episodes of her show where he was the guest, because his wife and her are best friends, and he's begrudgingly going along with the whole thing, are great. His episodes on her talk show on Netflix are fucking hilarious. Who? Biggs? Biggs. Oh, I don't know. Because their wives are best friends. Okay. His wife and Chelsea Handler are, like, best BFF. friends. So he has, like, a level of fucking talking shit to her that, like, no one else gets away with. No, it's not that it's a also real housewife. So it's deeply personal. Yeah, but it's being done by, like, somebody with comic sensibilities oh, yeah. and timing. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I like Vanderbeek. I mean, I, I like to clown him because he plays roles of characters that I would hate. Oh, yeah. The movie Angus. I don't know if any of you have seen that movie. It's fuck yeah. It's 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 in my top ten. I think it's just so I connect with that movie. <laughs> I don't I don't know why. I get it. There's films like that for everybody. You're just like hit you at the right. And I said I don't know why because I wasn't the fat guy in the football team. No, but it but just, I was the fat guy who got picked early for dodgeball because I was good at it. So yep. Got that good catch and release. I I, ice. I had a good arm. An ice man. Ice, I had a, ice I had a good arm. Man. I can take people out easily. Yeah. Good arm, better dick. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, the arm's better. Yeah. I would rely on my arm. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about Guardians, because James Gunn now is directing two movies, one for DC and one for Marvel. Yep. And I couldn't be happier. I think it's a great thing. I was... You want to gamble on which one comes out first? <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, Marvel I don't said know. they'll wait. I know they did, but Marvel's also just got a bottomless pocket. That's fair. Yeah. However, they're in no rush to put a Guardians movie out. It could be like the second or third in the next phase of movies. Yeah, unless they have a plan. You're saying they might have laid out a very specific slate of movies with... A bunch of open spots that they could easily plug any one of these into. So, how many of the Guardians remain? Uh, well, now, Rocket. Right. And Groot's part of the handle of Thor's hammer, so he's technically not dead and could be regrown right. from the hammer. I don't think he can. I think that that is dead. Yeah, I think once he gets it away. I think that is dead wood. I, I think I was reading that they, like, confirmed that that's... All right, well, we'll... We'll get on that later. Yeah. Uh, so Rocket. I don't think Groot's going anywhere. Gamora will come back somehow once the Soul Stone. But also when they regrow Groot, it's not Groot. Groot. We've already right. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a well. It is Groot. Groot. But it's not. But it's a Groot. different Groot. It's yeah. a new Groot. Right. Right. Well, V three that we know of. Right. That how yeah, Gout yeah, works? It might be in several thousands. <laughs> it could be groups. thousands. Right. Yeah. Once you get rid of Gout, and then it comes back. Is you, it a new Gout? You can't get rid of Gout. gout. I know, but the flaring. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, yeah, Gout just goes to sleep. Gout, gout, gout goes free, away, and then you, you get to avoid gout. uric acid. Is there something you need to tell us? No, but just Groot and Gout. No. I am Gout. So I, gout I am Gout. I am Gout. Good campaign commercial. I am Gout. Oh, you know, you can see the face of gout. Well, that's that. That could be like any person. There's no gout about that. Could be somebody who's a a, a a GM of a of a restaurant, a CEO yeah. of, a, of a corporation. I am gout. Just, I am gout. I had to think about whether or not he was public about it, but Kanane should be the voice of gout. Gout. I'm gout. I'm gout. I am gout. Look, I normally don't let people see these canes. Right, like the new Mucinex <laughs> thing with fucking TJ. Right. Yeah, I'm just picturing. It's actually an impersonator of oh. TJ now. <laughs> oh, sure. Which is wow. What a job to have. 
have. I impersonate a piece of shit. Oh man, being Tom Hanks' brother, or Tim Allen's brother, or any of those guys that have voice work either. forever because they're fucking yeah. brother. They sound enough like did a Pixar film, and now they get to do the animated series and all the Fruit Loop commercials <laughs> and everything for the rest of nice. forever. Or you know, or you can just become your own thing, like Charlie Murphy. Came out of the shadow of his brother. Oh yeah, but I like I read an interview like at the beginning of the Nerdist where Hanks's brother, who does all the voices, talked about how like yeah, pretty much saved my life. That's awesome. Like that was huge. That made it to where like I I live a great life now. Just his voice work. And I just do Tom when he doesn't feel like doing ADR or really yeah. You well. telling me there's some sort of inroad coming out of Hollywood royalty? So yeah, but that's a, that's a real one. specific one. Or college. <laughs> that's a real specific one. You you got a one sound like your sibling. Hmm. I do. Yeah. <laughs> like that sound how she like, sounds. No, that's not sound like that. sisters got to replace him when he lost those voices. No. But they should have. Or or he can be very okay with that. Jim Bellucci, he just took over his brother's career. Granted, yeah, man, he was dead. His brothers. Yeah, that was you know, man, That was a sloppy sloppy replacement too. Oh totally. Well he he, he was a different obviously a different kind comic. of person. <laughs> yeah. He was the Peter yeah, Parker. You're right, because Belushi was or John was funny. And Jim tries really hard. Right. Yeah, that's his charm. All right, so we'll go yeah, there. It is. What's tries your favorite Jim Belushi movie? Canine. Canine. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's like I think the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Which was, he was in Eddie Turner and Hooch, though. He was in Trading Places. He played the gorilla on the plane, a uh, train. But granted, it was a small I, part. I was, I was going to say I was trying to think of a vehicle he's in. I'm sure if I rattled my head, right. I could think of stuff he was. He played a principal or a vice principal, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a. It was called the principal, wasn't it? Think so, or was that Lou Gossett Jr.? Oh he uh, <laughs> so it was a serious role, like where he was like a Joe Lewis kind of principal. Yeah, of yeah and he I've beats the shit out of a bunch of kids with a baseball bat. I feel like it. But, oh, that's but maybe not. That's, uh, no, that's lean on me, or isn't it? Morgan Freeman? Yeah, Morgan Freeman. That was a great one. You smoke crack, don't you? Red Heat, Jim Belushi with Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah. Yeah, it actually wasn't too bad of a film. Not too bad. Well, Arnold obviously carried that one. And then, wasn't he, he was in a dog movie? How often? That's not with K-9. Oh, K-9. Yeah, I like K-9. We'll stay with K-9, I guess. Is there. Can right. we maybe address the fact that Blues Brothers came up with uh, three different movies about principals that beat the shit out, out of children? Kids. Yeah. And those were played as... Back in the good old days like, of teachers. Action dramas. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I mean, he's got. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's when I was in right. junior high, there were Man. like three rom coms that came out. They remade Othello. There's Save the Last Dance. There were so many weird, like biracial love principal. movies, where it was like, yeah, it's not that wild anymore. It's 1999. I don't know why this yeah. is a premise. Why do you give a shit? Yes, <laughs> this is not insane. Yeah, the 90s were way farther back socially than we think. Uh, although, uh, as I recall, the yeah. movie O was actually. Quite good. The Othello movie? It was an Othello movie, but it was a modern. It was like a it wasn't was, O the miniseries? No, it was, was V. <laughs> no, because there was an Othello miniseries <laughs> that I thought serpent. was good, and uh, I thought the movie V's was a bad. Final Conflict. Uh, I might be. I might be misremembering. I think one of them was like an HBO series that happened yeah. like a year later. Uh, for for which Othello? Well, I remember O had. Um, Othello is a fun game. <laughs> 
Was it Julia Stiles as uh, would have been what Desdemona or uh, who played Iago? I love the story of Othello. It's actually one of the few Shakespeare stories that I really like. Just he's a good villain. Iago is a true villain. Yeah, that you don't find in in a lot of literature. And he's a great bird. Hmm. Yeah, he is. But yes. Anyway, you were talking about oh. I just I recall it being a. a, a Enjoyable version. How do you feel about John Oliver being Iago? Because uh, Gilbert's fucking alive. That is true. But he wants too much money probably to do it. You think that's the I, problem? You think I John Oliver came cheaper than Gilbert? <laughs> I guarantee Gilbert Godfrey does not want more money. That's fair. <laughs> so why don't why did he did he say did he say stuff that got him in trouble? And maybe well, he just doesn't want to do no, it. No, he just wanted to stop saving autistic kids from. You guys know that story, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I do. Uh, I'll look it up. There was, uh, there's a, if you watch the documentary Gilbert, or actually several other documentaries, uh, Gilbert Gottfried's voice as Iago was, there was an autistic kid who just kind of latched onto it, and the only way that his family could, like, come through to him was through using this voice, and it pulled him out of, a crazy spiral where he just he wasn't talking he was completely devoid of any social contact mm-hmm. uh, he wouldn't even he wouldn't touch people mm-hmm. uh, and then Gilbert Gottfried's voice saved his life basically that's wild because it's golden magic yeah and then uh, I love his voice he, that documentary is really upsetting though because you get to hear his real voice <laughs> oh, he doesn't Ooh, wow. like that. not ever only when he's around, like he, but only he only speaks normally with his family. Raspy. Much. Or if he's like ordering a sandwich, yeah, he's like a soft spoken. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, over. I'm sure I've heard it at some point on like an interview. I can't imagine turning that on for that many years. Most people just turn into that. Yeah, like it's weird that he can still go back to the other thing. Most people that turn on a thing like in their voice like that for that long. And instead, he saved autism. I've seen interviews of Chappelle where he used to use his speaking voice. I don't think he has it anymore. I think he just talks like he talks on stage all the time. Well, that's how he gets his money, so. Well, and I think when you're just working it, like can't slip out of that ever on stage, and it's got to be in your like kind of comfortable register anyway. I heard an interview with a local guy. Uh, he's like the voice of the NFL, but he does radio commercials uh, here in Denver. He's world famous. Uh, oh my, he has the most unbelievable voice. It's like for truck sales and yeah, uh, the Avalanche voice guy. Yeah, he the works announcer. In, I think he does the Avalanche. Uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but he his voice is so uh, just sh- it's so shocking when you hear it. Um, but he says he can't literally talk anywhere. Like, if he's at a movie theater, he's at a grocery store. Everybody right no now. one knows what he looks like. But the <laughs> instant he says anything, he goes, and he doesn't fake a voice. So there's, like, someone asking him. He's the voice of the train. He's, he's the like, voice of the train. Yes, I need oh, change. Yes. And he's like, that's how I talk. And it's the guy who does the train voice at DIA. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, and he's and he, and he, on a radio commercial, you're just like, this is, it's just weird to hear him. And he's like, yeah, this is just how I talk. He does all the Avalanche I games. Oh, yeah. I, can't, I guess he, he probably does all the games at the Pepsi he's, Center. Yeah, right he's so famous. But he's like, he did a radio, and he was just like, yeah, that's how I talk. So I don't, I don't speak anywhere. No. He's like, and I, I think once anywhere. you've worked your way into talking a specific way, you're there. The dude. 
Fucking Bridges did not speak like a surfer burnout his whole no, sure. fucking first two thirds of his career. No, he sure didn't. Which is weird because he started out on a uh, sea rescue movie. Yeah, dumb movie. But like he found comfort in that and practiced it and figured out that it was the way people liked hearing him talk and like that's just how I bet he talks when he's talking to himself in the bathroom now. The guy's name is Alan Roach. Mm. The voice I'm talking about. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, he's everywhere. Whether you see him So or it not. is weird to watch Gilbert <laughs> be like, Hey, it's good to see everyone! And then go inside and be like, So what are we having for dinner? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, I've always liked Gilbert Gottfried. I love Gilbert Gottfried. He's an amazingly like cool dude. The principal on Problem Child? Come on. I liked him in uh, in uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Oh, Yeah. Where uh, he comes with all the parking tickets, and he's like, "Parking what?" You know, he's like, "Oh, that's my wife." Yeah, and he's like, "Bitch!" He like picks up the phone, yells into it, and he's just all freaked out. Yeah, Uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Two. I haven't watched those in a long time. I know either one of them. (laughs) The third one is god awful, but the first two are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who was in the third one. It takes place on an amusement. It's an amusement park. Really weird, man. Right. It's it's more it's like I think they kind of knew they were making a well trying to make an action parody almost yeah yeah, yeah. but it's more actiony than the first two yeah. but to like I'm good but to like achieve that they have it all happen in this park yeah okay. it's so weird it's so weird. I, and I don't he's chasing people that are in like suits. I must have seen it. It wasn't as dirty. Like the two cops weren't with him, right? Just one of them. I think one of them was Billy, Judge yeah. Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. Yeah, yeah, of course. I believe Bronson Pinchot also shows. I, yeah, up. the fat guy. Uh, no, no, cousin Balky. Yeah. Balky. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. His best role ever is uh, True Romance when he's trying to hide the coke. And the cops pull him over, and he's trying to give it to the prostitute. She smacks it in his face. Yeah. <laughs> and the cop walks up, and he's got coke all over his face. Yeah. And so he's got to put the wire on. He's freaking out. Oh, man, he's so good in True Romance. He played Balky on Goldberg's this oh, yeah. season. Oh, really? Oh, he yeah. he reprised uh, the role? Yeah, he comes to visit as their Jewish Eastern European family member that Grandpa organized to going. come over so they could... It's changed. The the format of it. Well, not the format. Because the kids are leaving the house. Yeah. Okay. Cousin Garland! The spinoff with Callan is... There's a spinoff? Yeah. It's he, Callan and... He's uh, the coach and some of the other... And uh, what's the girl. His name? The friend. Well, and the principal. Shit, I had no idea. That's I'm the big Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows and Brian Callan. Okay. And, and then okay. the girl, Lainey, that's Lainey. the older sister's best friend who married Barry in real life. Okay, okay. Uh, really went back to that school and was a teacher. All right. Proops plays the art teacher, and I, like, almost fell out of my fucking chair laughing at that shit. They got a fake mustache on that motherfucker. It looks like a plane prop. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what well, we've really stopped watching our own shows, huh? I know. <laughs> we have. They all, they're all paid. They put them out to try to stop us. They well, I was telling, new shows so I was telling Nate today that... Uh, they got Lex now on Supergirl. Yeah, I was going to ask anybody seen it with him on it. I watched a clip of it today, John Cryer. And from what I from what I heard was he had Tess Mocker as his mole working for Lena. And she's been working on all this stuff, but reporting to Lex. And she's working on some kind of superpower serum that Lex orchestrates her having to give it to James 
and it works on James, so he knows it'll work on him. Like he he forced her to use James as a human subject, yeah, so that he could then use it on himself. Yeah, and it initially just turns an eighty-pound weakling into John Cryer. <laughs> <laughs> he looks kind of good. I mean, he's bald and and he looked a little sick. His character. Um, when he, he had facial hair, I, he was coming. he was sitting. So maybe it's yeah. it's a bummer that they announced today that there will absolutely be no Superman in the next season. Of Supergirl? Uh-huh. So this... get a show. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think so. I think they're pushing shit towards DCU. Well, but more importantly... They just recap. I was thinking about it earlier. Like, they brought in... All right, so they brought in Superman. They brought in Lex. This is her show. Yeah. She doesn't need to have him and his characters... They're leaving in Lex. her Lex, show. Lex is in season four. That was part of the announcement. And that's fine. I like John Cryer, and he needed to, he needs another show. Yeah, but they... Again, Supergirl doesn't need Lex Luthor as a rogue. She doesn't. Yeah. I would completely agree with that. That's my point. That's but that's she why doesn't like, need Superman. She doesn't need him. Use Lex, then use Superman. But if you're not going to, don't use either. I feel like it. it, well, it they've already used Lois. And, yeah. yeah. So like, I just I feel like it, it demeans her and her purpose. Yeah. To bring those characters in, like let her just create new characters for her. And then you could create shows for them on DCU or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're starting to move everything. Like this could be another golden age. Yeah, well, that's what I was, I, we were talking about outside. But I was saying I think it's about to be like the CW was their first run at TV shows for it. The DCU is going to be the second one because they recast uh, Deathstroke. They replaced Manu Bennett. Oh, which is a bummer. But not on the CW. No, but no, for the Berlanti verse. Hmm. Well, which is the app, right? The that's the DC yeah, universe, I mean, but yeah, but it's yes. produced by all the same people. But we already had Deathstroke as what's his name too. Uh, that's in the movies. Post credit scene, yeah. So yeah, I don't think they really care. They also had like Ezra we had three Miller. Deathstrokes, we have four Deathstrokes. We have it's just like he's apparently co-writing the movie. He's yeah, he's trying to write a script that they will hopefully use. Um, mm. Yeah, but Berlanti and those guys have these guys signed to Berlanti Productions and Warner. Like they, he he's already on contract to play Deathstroke with everyone that's doing this. Mm-hmm. Like they have somebody doing that. I can't wait for it. And they've just hired a second person in that position at all the same companies, which means they're definitely probably going somewhere else with it. Right. Eh, good. And they're getting rid of Arrow. They're ending that on a high note. I think it's. I think it's a good way to go. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, The Flash got the same one more season after next season and yeah. said, like, we're coming back with ten more next Whoa. year, too. Uh, Supergirl and Black Lightning have probably a little bit more tooth in their contract the still. Yeah. And they're not technically on the same. They probably got five. Yeah. They probably got a five-year. Yeah. They're not on the same... Black Nightling's not on the same timeline at all. Yeah. No, but they, they could be as Titans. Yeah. Right. Mm. And Swamp Thing and uh, Doom Patrol mm. all taking place in the same universe. Swamp Thing's not. Swamp Thing is going to take place in the Man, DC universe. And I read universe. it wasn't. It was its own thing. Yeah, no, the producer Lynn said that like a while ago, and I think they've already come out and said, like, uh. no, it will. It's just not going to. There's not any. It, yeah. like, it makes there's sense. Just, there's there's just no tying tie. together. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to have Robin show up and talk to Swamp Thing about some shit. Which is so smart. do you think they're going to end up recasting then a Constantine and Swamp Thing? Mm. I I don't know because they're think, so hard up on well, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's con- he's already contracted to do voice work at least. Yeah, I, I think he might still be involved. 
Well, I just don't see With them the caring if there's two Constantines. Like, no, but CW they, and they the use DC him as the voice. They use him for the on NBC, CW, yeah. the cartoons, the, the DC the animated voice. movies. He the voice on the cartoons. Yeah. Like, he, he really secured that shit as his. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, same way that, like, if they do the FX Deadpool thing, I think there really is a chance they're going to get Reynolds to voice it. I would see him almost demanding it. I don't think yeah. he'd let anybody else like have he his owns fucking the job. Character, yeah. yeah. No, and I wouldn't want anyone else to do Deadpool's voice. At this point, no. it is Ryan Reynolds in my head. Yeah. What about Ryan Reynolds' brother? <laughs> Those are just pictures of him when he was chubby yeah. from two guys and a girl in a pizza place. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that show. <laughs> remember when they That's took like away George the pizza Clooney place. in the Facts of Life? Yeah, yeah. Except George Clooney was still handsome in the fat oh, one. Yeah, like, he was. Ryan Reynolds was chubby. And Sean Astin was also on that show. The Facts, Facts of, Life? of Life. Yeah, I think he worked at the shop. Nice. When he was a younger kid. Mm. Hell yeah. I, it was definitely an ass. I didn't like those years. The shop years were weird. It's like, why are you, you girls go away? You, you graduated. Why are you all still working for this lady? Because roller skates don't buy themselves. That's true. Because they weren't prepared. Jimmy. They weren't prepared to live on their own. They weren't ready. They didn't hadn't learned about the facts of life. Right, right. Yeah, the new fact Joe learned is motorcycle carburetors are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so is insurance, Joe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and she's around, surrounded by women. That's probably the way she was. Housing wasn't any better in the eighties. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Where does that take place? Do we know? The facts of life. It's in Denver Earth Two. Couldn't <laughs> 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 leave. Uh, I don't think like Massachusetts. Mark and Mindy was forty minutes away. That was Boulder. They, they just never crossed over. <laughs> It was 40 minutes away? It was close? It's Boulder. Boulder. No, but I mean, Fast oh, Life. I, I don't know. No, I was joking. Oh, okay. I was just saying they never crossed no, over. No, it was like New York City because they crossed over with, uh, Fast Life crossed over with... Uh, Different strokes. Different yeah, strokes. This is Garrett. Yep. This is Garrett was the boat, uh, whatever. Good call. You're right. Oh, man, I love those shows. Does anyone have a soap crossover? That was also back, though, when they soap? just have a, a spinoff make awesome. no sense. Because Laverne and Shirley technically... In Happy Days, we're in yeah in that town, and then they just had a whole life that they had always had in in Milwaukee, Milwaukee. right? <laughs> Eastland, Peekskill, New York, Peekskill, New York. Nice. Well, I like they did a Laverne and Shirley. Same with Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy's been out of Happy Days, and then they're just in Boulder, Colorado. Right. right. Well, he's an alien. He can fly around. He moves around. It's true. Laverne and Shirley. Uh, I like the idea that it takes place in the 1970s, which means the Happy Days town. Was just trapped in twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> like they were just only Fonzie sort of, aged. That's yeah. why he liked high school girls so much the whole time. It's a Ron Howard issue, wherever and he lived, like Mayberry, just <gasps> immediately went oh, back well, in there, time. Is there a whole thing about that? There's like a universe thing about Ron Howard and the, the Howard verse, Cunningham, and the, the, the Opie verse, <laughs> the Opie verse. Yeah, <laughs> Brainiac Four. <laughs> <laughs> so what would that make Clint? Well, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> who's recently on Those Who Can't, which is funny. Oh, is he? Oh, uh, he had a, yeah. He, had a, yeah, yeah. he plays he a character a... named Howard. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Clint Howard plays Howard, which confused me, because at one point during the Howard, show, he's really high, and uh, Abby Jacobson, the teacher, the the librarian, who was played by, uh, what's Fair, her name? Maria. Maria. Maria is just, <laughs> Howard! And I was high as shit, like, that bitch just used his real name his last, in the middle of a name. TV take. And then I was like, wait, that's his name. That's <laughs> name. Too high. I need to calm down. This is fine. Howard's playing Howard. 
I love Clint Howard. That library burn is hilarious. It's a great job choice. If it's 1875. So how many episodes in are they? I've, Serial killer. I've only watched, I think, library. three. <clears throat> of this season? Two or three of this season. Oh, yeah. they're like eight or nine. Uh, oh, tonight might even be ten. Well, I got a bunch to catch up on. Here, I, I think started off I real think good. They're getting a season four. I thought I saw on Twitter from someone that's not associated with. Uh, I, their numbers aren't bad. Well, but I mean, do they know? Because uh, they don't know yet. Yeah, a lot of the apparently the way that True TV, and I'm sure this is true for uh, most cable networks and things that do a lot of online stuff. True is apparently like extra like, shitty. They, Tonight's the tenth episode. They have no idea really what their numbers are. Or they don't tell anybody right. what Well, it's, it's also really hard because people like us but watch it when we watch it. Comcast, right. AT&T, and Cox Cable all organize their um, hot lists right. based on how many views they have. Yeah. So you can at least see that those who can't send like, the top ten of all 52 new shows every Monday night or like they... They Fair. dial it in like that. It's it's and probably they have, they have told Ben posted that True told him their digital right. numbers and that they needed like hey guys just so you know they're telling us that every watch on digital accounts is point whatever can watch so like if you're doing that keep doing it maybe watch but twice. But they've got to be in the. So does True TV have an app that you can just download and watch yes. the shows? Okay, I need to start doing it, just putting them <clears throat> on. You can do it through Hulu also. Uh, okay. If you do the live thing with Hulu, you can get True TV. Okay. Uh, it's you don't have Hulu anymore, though, right? I don't think so. I don't pay for it. At least. Right. So yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't have it anymore. Yeah. yeah. It, I don't have anything in my name anymore. <laughs> it's almost all. Adam ruins everything and Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Um, but and by that he means it's all. Show. Impractical jokers. Impractical jokers. And then like two hours of Adam Rose everything. Yeah, the numbers for True TV are probably... You well, could add seven thousand percent of but, yeah, but what's it actually frustrates me on a really deep level because True TV has some of the best comedy programming oh, on fucking TV right now, do. and they play it once when it's new, and then Impractical Jokers yeah. for twenty three and a half hours yeah. the oh, rest of the day. It's very annoying. But I'm sorry, Andrea Shat Savage's comedy on there is That's one great. of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. Well, and they know what they're doing. Uh, they're they're buying pilots from people who. Kill it. Yeah. Yeah. Have been crushing comedy. But, like, I'm sorry she'd be getting played every night for a half an hour. Absolutely. And people should be talking about it being, like, the female curb. Because it is. Yeah, yeah, no. She is a non-autistic Larry David. (laughs) (laughs) A much more enjoyable human. But it's it's that level of, right? Like, it took me a while to get there. What's it called? That's what it mirrors for me. I'm sorry. It's called I'm Sorry, and it's Andrea Savage's show. But the layout and the way it, like, deals with problems in her family and stuff it like my brain was working hard for two and a half seasons like what the fuck does this remind me of so it's curb it's curb without curb. without that sensibility beat into it but the, okay. the storytelling structure and joke structure is curb yeah well and andrea savage is a beast oh, whole and it's world. on True TV so yeah. I could watch it on there so like on my Roku I have the True TV app and the first season just got put on Netflix 
Well, then oh, I can watch it on Netflix. Yeah. It's, it's a lot easier. Less commercials is a little easier. Well, it's okay. also just, I go to it more. There's a show everybody's talking about on Netflix, uh, some of the robot love, life, and robots. Or robot, something. love, sex, death, sex, death, and robots. Yeah, has anybody watched this yet? Uh, a couple of people have told me about it upstairs. It's apparently it's supposed to be... Like the heavy metal for our generation. Ooh, oh, I like heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. I, I do too. But right. But anything that says for our generation, you're just like oh. yeah, I don't yeah. But just because I, I just been asking which generation are they talking. Yeah, I mean, was, heavy metal was good because it was cool, not just because it was. Yeah, exactly. I. This doesn't mean it's good just because it's like. I think they were trying to do. Uh, heavy metal for this generation, so I'm wary to watch it. I'll check it out. And like the guys who have to Love, they death like and robots are like all about <laughs> heavy metal. First thing, yeah, heavy metal for post millennials. Yeah, man. Well, then forget that. Wait, post millennials? <laughs> yeah. People it's, after? It's younger than us, because that, that's oh. heavy metal. There's nothing right. in it that doesn't appeal to me. True. Uh, what I would recommend but is. Tarda's got to piss off 16 year old kids. Probably, I don't. Why can't she have clothes? It's cold there. <laughs> I, I would recommend if you're looking for a, a version of heavy metal and you're from our generation, uh, just find the comic book Metal Herlon. It was re-released by Humanoids through DC in this Ooh. country. Uh, there's a lot of Jodorowsky in there. There's some Mobius. Uh, oh. It's... Everything that you would have enjoyed about the 1970s version, yeah, uh, modernized and less a little, fucked up. And then in like the late 90s, early aughts, Kevin Eastman was the editor of Heavy Metal and did a serialized Ninja Turtle story through it nice. about Raph and Casey Jones killing a bunch of drug dealers. That just recently got reprinted, but up until then, that was the only way to read it. That's crazy. Wasn't there a Heavy Metal 2000? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah as well. John Candy did a yeah. voice in the original I, I heavy think, metal. I think Eastman had a hand in that. Didn't he? He did like the muscle guy. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, boy. The guy I who became the, just got crazy. <laughs> the guy who became like the really big muscle dude. Yeah, yeah. It was like it, it, he uh, got transferred into a uh, uh, ancient realm. Yeah. yeah. Became a swordsman. That's John Candy. I'm, yep. I'm pretty sense. sure. Oh no, it is that John adds Candy. Up in my head even. Hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of worth a rewatch because all you really remember is like it's in that stack. We watch it like <laughs> here. That's awesome. Just like while we're working, uh, that's why I could hear the voice. When Just he, keep it on yeah, in the background. Adds up. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's a good background one. Uh, Darkwing Duck, Encino Man, Airheads, both Speed. solid. Speaking of, did you see, who, someone posted that picture of that? Oh, yeah, there's a wall. That Darkwing, no, there's that Darkwing duck. Somebody had posted, like, it was a fan pick of, yeah. uh. It's going up at Natural Alternatives. It's a. Oh, that No, not that recent one. Like, even a couple months ago, oh, someone posted know. a picture. It looked really cool, and I was like, oh my gosh, uh, a live action Darkwing duck would be great. Oh, that'd be cool. I don't know. Um, uh, Red Band got a custom Porsche GT3 RS painted to look like Darkwing Duck's airplane. Hell yeah. And I've never been so jealous of a human being in my goddamn life. Dude, you're not supposed to be jealous of Red Band. I know. What's what's happening? Also, how did Red Band get a $353,000 car and then put a paint job on it before he took delivery? Well, he doesn't spend his money. Have you ever I'm sure his, he... Uh, 
Cribs? Cribs. Oh, yeah. his Cribs is fucking no, one no, of the not best Red ones. Man, Brian Red Band. Oh, okay. Oh. the rapper. Joe Rogan's producer. Speaking that of, oh, I, don't, I don't know why Brian so Red funny Band this comes up. Well, <laughs> Kevin yeah. Smith and what's his name? James Allen Bob took a picture today with Method, Method Man and Red Man. So they're probably going to be in the new. Uh, Hell yeah, they will be. Some, some of the article names that came up when that happened today really pissed me off. Why? Uh, like, oh, it looks like uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot's just gonna be another movie that's just a bunch of celebrity cameos that sucks. I was like, oh. fucking eat a dick. Yeah. Well, I wonder if they're playing their How High characters. I think that would be funny. That's why I kind of... That was my mind went. Is they're playing the... Or did they play themselves in that movie? They played themselves. I don't even remember. No, they didn't. I mean... I don't think... Yeah, they, they weren't meth and red. No, they, they weren't were rappers red. that were in the... Gonna join the Wu-Tang and okay. one wasn't okay. that, but... I don't. I don't know that they did a lot of acting work. That'd be a good one. Was and well, one was. to quote Redman from How High, uh, in relation to Kevin Smith making movies. No, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I Redman. I like them. Very underrated rapper. They're fun. They're both guys. They're great. Method and Redman. Yeah, and, and in their movies. Yeah, Meth's been on his show, Comic Book Man. He was great in Garden State. Method Man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He played the hotel guy. Yeah. And they're all freaking out. He's like, all right, everybody hold, calm down. Y'all just saw some fuck. Who here just saw some titties? <laughs> Raise your hand. All right. Everybody just calm the fuck down. <laughs> that was great. Everyone's like, yeah, we saw some titties. <laughs> no, he was, he, was, he was funny in that movie. Um, so, yeah, what are they making? Are they making... Uh, it's Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Okay. Where Jay and Silent Bob get together because they're rebooting everything. And they're also rebooting Blunt Man and Chronic. And they're rebooting everything. It's just a movie surrounding the idea of all these reboots. Yeah, it's like Ralph Rex the Internet, except it's Jay, Jay and Silent, Silent Bob okay. dealing with reboots. Oh. So it'll be very meta? It's pretty meta. All right. So he's, in a way, he's trying to cash in, but still be creative about it. Yeah, it's a creative comedy. All right. Yeah. All right, good. Good for him. I, I, I've always liked Kevin Smith, and I haven't seen all of his movies. I can't I can't uh, critique him for the ones that apparently have I love hurt Kevin his Smith, career. But to pretend that, like, all of his comedies were Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, like they have been in those articles today, is dumb. Is completely false. Yeah, it's and it's dumb. Like, no... Like you don't you don't have to like Chasing Amy or Jersey Girl or I love Chasing Amy Red you, State you or Clerks like love Red State those are all wildly Amy different fucking Clerks. movies absolutely and they're not all cornball absolutely joke parades like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back which is just fan service well Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back were spinoff of characters from Kevin Smith movies from all of them that's right. that's that's right. what I mean that's a fan service that's film. the universe it's for people who really just like the two stoners outside yeah. yeah. Right. right. Well, and the dude cut his teeth making bad, bad references, basically. Yeah. Like, While well, going deeply into debt and believing in himself. Yeah. There's no reason to... Of course, Jay and Silent Bob reboot is the natural, like, apotheosis he's, of Kevin Smith's He's, he's making teasers saying that the people he's got playing Blunt Man and Chronic in the reboot are going to blow everyone's fucking minds. It'd be cool if it was the guys who played... Oh, let's guess. Thor and Loki. It's so Matt Damon and... Ben Affleck? Ben, no, who played Loki, though, in... Uh, or no, who played Thor in... It's little oh. uh, Hemsworth. It was Hemsworth? Liam. Okay, it was Liam? I don't, yeah. I, funny if it was, um, I'm sure it'd be just more... Just to continue Affleck that, like... And 
Well, he doesn't really talk. No, to they're, they're not friends anymore. anymore. Right now, they haven't talked in three years. But no. yeah, because Jennifer could... Garner wouldn't let him be friends, and they've divorced. So I think like yeah. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin would like get back with his friend now if it meant money. Well, what if? It's... Yeah, Garner let him sell Kevin the old house, and the deal was like you sell Kevin that house at a discount, and then we're never talking to him again. Oh, <laughs> Maybe it's Griffin Newman. Uh, and what's his face? Oh. Who's the new tick? Warburton. I mean, um, uh, that would be cool. Not Warburton. Jeez, why would I do that? Yeah, no. I'm what is that guy's name? The guy's name too. He was in the Nova Corps. <laughs> yep, I know. Peter Serafinowitz. Serafinowitz. Yeah, they're coming back next month. The, yeah, like in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm stoked. April, so Sabrina. April, I'm, I'm not caught up, up on today. Sabrina, but April is going to be a great month. We got for me Game of Thrones. I got the tick, and then uh, Avengers. Well, yeah, clearly. And Good Omens is coming out, I think, on Prime. American Gods came out yesterday. Yeah. It did, did you watch it? I watched the first season, the first half. Uh, no, I mean, you didn't watch last night. No, I did not. Yeah. I, I might Apparently not. the reviews are not mind-blowing. Really? I, I didn't, running it now. Yeah. Yeah, but he... I might guess be too late. Evidently, he, he changed some things that people complained about. But they like, didn't the make it make sense. And... And I also haven't watched okay. it yet, so I don't know for sure. But I didn't really care for the first season. I liked it. I liked aspects of it, and I and I liked it partially because I wanted to, because I enjoyed the, the story. Yeah. I liked, I liked some of the characters more than I liked the the whole thing. Like I I I, I dig. Um, What's his name? Uh, Peter Serafinowicz. No, hmm. Ian McShane in anything he's in. Yeah. yeah. I'm just an Ian McShane fan. Uh, John Wick 3. I thought what I thought the guy who played Shadow was pretty good. Is that decent. the guy, Ian McShane? <laughs> I think he's playing John Wick on the TV show. No, but he's the guy who runs the uh, hotel. Isn't he? Not Ian McShane? I don't I remember. I didn't think they recast Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He from Dead, Deadwood. Deadwood, yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, just because I just opened my phone and it's still on it, the episode of Those Who Can't Tonight is Adam's marriage to the whore that's been in jail. She's a prostitute. Okay. I think the jokes sex on the worker. show all refer to her as what I said, and then sex worker. All right. And then, uh, but it's called Scappily Ever After because it's going to be a ska wedding. Nice. Oh all right, so yeah. I'm definitely going to have to watch it. <laughs> What's your take on ska? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> ska is nah, correct. I love every wave of ska. Nah. Yeah. And Scott's and I look great. forward to the next. No. Yeah. Scott's one of those things that I just I know I'm wrong. I don't care. I love it. It's fine. No, you're no, not it's, wrong. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's just like day drinking, doing shit music. It just it never lasts for more than eight I'm not months. Not big on any horns really being in the music that I listen to. So. Okay, I I just love. I horns. mean, Pink Floyd. Okay, a little saxophone. <laughs> Outside of that, <laughs> that's the exception so, you make. Not like Smokey Robinson and the Miracles or no, the Temptations. No, I mean, or, I mean, if I consciously want to listen to Coltrane or, or you know what I mean, something like that, Miles Davis, that's fine. But I don't, you know, I just don't need. What, what was that band? Springsteen, fucking. What was it like Soul Coughing or um, Soul Mephiscopheles? I mean, I know all the bands. I've just I was married to a ska fan for a long time, so. I, I like Bouncing Souls a little bit. I don't know if that's ska. I think ska also yeah, ventures into the territory of like so. metal, where like if you're a fan of it, you start to support things that are maybe not good. Yeah, just because 
you support a thing. I think, yeah, I think like real Scott has like, I've oh, never that? taken my, my checkerboards never, off my feet. Ever. Although, I think those people I've, will go to shows that you and I would even be like, eh, mm. this I, isn't good. I've never heard of a Scott fan becoming a white nationalist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of the music. I saw a good article today that said, uh, <laughs> Dropkick Murphy's chained back in their basement till on next St. Patrick's. No, no, it was, it was they, they come out of, they come out of their, their basement, I think it was, to, to collect their... Yeah, they can finally pay their right, rent. Right, is that... Because they... There's a march. Redheads. I don't know if that's really ska, but yeah. it's just, That's not... I don't... That That's just... Uh, redheads. That's just Irish punk. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just twisting them beard hairs together. I went down a grunge. I like even the poppy ska stuff. I like dancehall crashers. Dancehall crashers, yes. I like... Uh, they were bad. I like dancehall, but that's... She had, she had a cool voice. Yeah. And she was from... Uh, Fuck, Real Big Fish. But even Op Ivy? Yeah, yeah I see no, Can't do it. Real big fish? No. Real big fish. Save Ferris? Oh yeah. No. Everybody's doing the fish. The cover band. <laughs> that cover band isn't bad. Can, can I cover... recommend turning the radio off? <laughs> no. Less than Jake. Well, there's that cover band. Me first in the gimme gimme. Oh yeah, Ska. Jen just saw them in New Zealand. They uh, <laughs> the Christian. There's several guys from the Foo Fighters that were in that band uh, before they joined the Foo Fighters. Oh really? That's kind of like figured out who they were. But they only do cover oh, songs. Speaking of the Foo Fighters, I can't recommend. I can't believe I support a show that this fucking channel did. But the History Channel's Project Blue Book about uh, Dr. Alan Hynek. Has been fantastic. Mm, really? Yeah, Jake Brown tried to oh, complain to me that Sam likes it, and I was like, oh, Project Blue Book? Because he was like, got anything good to watch? Sam's been watching this dumb fucking alien show on the History Channel. And he was like, oh, God, you like it too. But what yeah, it, yeah. What is it about? It's, um, yeah, I'm like, I like aliens. The guy, the guy who invented the classification system <laughs> right. for UFO encounters and stuff is this guy, Dr. Alan Hynek. Oh. And he has said his whole goddamn adult life that he worked for the government. The government has always been like, who's Dr. Alan Hynek? So he's been considered like one of those crazy yeah. people for all these years. Spielberg believed him and like liked his work and hired him on as like a, a production assistant and consultant on Close Encounters, and has subsequently apparently been like paying him as consultant on most projects just to keep e. the guy like living well. No, like hmm. Iron Horse, just yeah. like dude gets a small check. If Spielberg's making money, just because Spielberg's like, oh yeah, and that weird scientist, I don't want to be homeless. Well, it helped. Probably but when they did that big document release in December two years ago, a bunch of this redacted paperwork that came out, the goddamn lead scientist on most of the shits, Dr. Alan Hynek, on so, all the 50s projects in Project Blue Book that oh, after, really? after his paperclip was supposed to be over. Hmm. So, like, all the... Th- he, but he 50 said, years. Is he said he was at, like, specific famous incidents hmm. that people were like, nope, no record of you ever being there. Uh, and this guy's or never happening. Wild. No, like ones that like definitely happened right. that like made the newspaper in the fifties, and Alan Hynek could be like, "Yeah, I was at that one." So he's Mulder, it. and they were like, "No, he is Mulder," and they were like, "No, no, no, no." He's no, the no. cigarette smoking the cigarette man, man. <laughs> right? Except that guy kind of exists too. I know. Um, probably. Yeah, I know it kind of does. There's like, like, there's like, it's weird references. You don't know what it is, but there's basically like a government team of men in black that work like on top of him, and it's dramatized. And it's like a combination of like the files that have been released. So and is this also Alan's Is this a documentary? Stories. No, it's like a it's a TV show. Oh, okay. it's, so it's, it's fictionalized. Really, each based one's like a case study. Gotcha. That has been released. So it's the X Files. Verify against like his books claiming okay. what his research was with this Air Force guy. Okay. And then they 
do it with that, and then they make a story fit. So there's like a whole thing about the Russians spying on him that I'm sure is just for good good natured drama because there's no record. So when you say classifications like of the close encounters of the first, first second, second, third, third, fourth, fifth kind are all hip. Like he came up with that. Well, well, what's what's the sixth? Like getting probed or something? Third, third is physically seeing them. Fourth is um, going somewhere with them. I believe it's traveling. Yeah, yeah tra- like you were on the ship doing things. You yeah. didn't see entities in your house. Okay. You don't have like a record. Four is interaction. And More so. Five, I think five is child. Like the weird sexual contact. That oh. I would think that would be yeah. butt probe. And then six I don't would think, be I don't think like it's child. an original thing that butt probe fell heavy. I think that's more of like a but thing. But has been be- there since the beginning. Yeah, but I think it became like a heavy part of the stories that people shared over and over like like when we were watching, when it became like a TV, like you get on TV and talk about your experience. I think when he was I mean, interviewing was people like a good in the way 50s, to get someone to, you know, do some butt stuff with you. Really. But like, <laughs> it was more believable than saying your priest did it, was that yeah. an alien did it. it yeah. An alien did. took me up and uh, this was well, Maybe the aliens knew that interested. that would happen. Yeah. The, the show's well, Luke. If they're intelligent enough to come here, <laughs> the show's crazy. All right, I'm gonna have to check so this out. The movie out. took it's place fun. in the History town. Channel. Um, yeah, and then the crazy bastard who plays uh, D- uh God, is it Damien Dark? Uh, oh right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. the blonde guy. Matthew. Yeah, that's the name. I just Damien felt wrong in my head because of Batman's son. It is Damien Dark. Yeah, Damien yeah. Dark. Yeah, yeah, that bastard plays like the general. I feel like him. Who's like the between these guys and like the the president. Who knows it's aliens, but gotcha. wants these? Their job was to go shut shit up. He was originally. Uh, I know him originally from Band yeah, of Brothers. Something. Yeah. Oh, he, he was. There's great some that. before that too. Yeah. When he was younger that he was in. Maybe. I mean, I, I assume just from the fact that he always gets a uh, guest starring. Guest starring. Yeah. He's, star- he, he, he's been in a ton of shit. Yeah. I don't even remember his name. No. Damien Dark. No, but that nice. No, I'm watch that. That's right. I like alien shit. And it's it it's up. like a really cool period piece. X Files. How many seasons? That also is kind of neat because it's it's vindicating an old man who's like close to death. Right. Well, and it's likely all true. Oh, and it's played by Peter Baelish, the guy who plays Alan Heinrich. Is on oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones Little Finger. as Littlefinger, and he plays the geek part well. The guy who plays the Air Force pilot that's his partner, yeah, what's his name? It's some Captain Michael wild. something. Michael Malarkey. Michael Malarkey's his real name. That's a bunch of Malarkey. I love it. Uh, that guy, he's some half American, half Scottish. Neil, he's great. Neil McDonough. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I had to get it. I had to get it. He's great at the part. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just acted well across the board. The the lady who plays Alan's wife plays it a little. It's a little. She's putting a little too much English on the ball. Okay. She's really playing the dumb fifties housewife like too much for the spy shit that's going on around. And this takes place in the fifties. Yeah. Okay. Drops a fifty-two Ford shoebox. All right. Oh, he's in Dark Man. Neil McDonough. Hmm. I don't know what his first like good movie is. Well, it's maybe Dark Man. Well, he he just had a role in that. Nothing big. Um, Dark Man. I saw that in the theater. Oh yeah. Yep. Twenty six years ago today, so I saw crazy. Ninja Turtles three in the theater, and it was my first movie. Who even 
First contact. Nice. Turtles in time? That was five. I'm sorry you didn't get to experience I saw the original the movie. I, that I in the, the theater, too. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. The first one. Did it have a Cory? Is oh, it the Cory or the one where... Um, I've seen it in the theaters like 12 times. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember I saw it like the weekend it came out. Oh, that's the best thing that's ever happened. Oh. It was good. I liked it. Was it... No. Who was the girl in it? Was it... Judith Hogue. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I was and thinking she, it was a. And the, she quit for the second one because the shoots took too long. So who was the second one? Was it the? I don't know her name. It wasn't um, the Howard, the lady was in Howard the Duck though. Was it uh, Leah? It was not Thompson. Leah Thompson. No. Leah Thompson. No, okay, it wasn't. Not. Okay. It's I. Maybe I'm thinking of Howard the Duck. You said her name, I'd man. know it, but I don't have her name built into my brain like Judith Hogue. Have they ever met Howard the Duck and the Ninja Turtles? No. Howard the Duck versus Darkwing Duck, or meets Darkwing Duck would Ooh. be a good one too. I was thinking that earlier. Yeah, let's get dangerous. Howard's just—that's yeah, coming back too in April, isn't it? Ducktales. Oh yeah, I thought you meant Darkwing, and I couldn't make noise. No, in my face. And he was just like, oh no, like, no. They're finally fucking doing it. They're done teasing my big dumb ass. No, I'm I'm talking about uh, I'm back on. The April being a great month for stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, uh, but it looks like it's October 20th, so never mind, I was wrong. Oh, hell yeah, Launchpad. Funko has new action figures. JD Lopez has uh, his plane. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Thing's cool. The yeah. red one? No, the Darkwing Duck plane. The no, the, the Launchpad, uh, the DuckTales. plane. Okay, uh, what, what is it called? The... No. No. Well, no, I'm just talking I, about the goose. Uh, no, what is it? I don't remember what it's called. I don't remember either. The Gander? Uh, I was going to say that. I don't know. Um, Doesn't matter. I thought you meant Darkwing stuck, and I was like, those things go for like $300 online. I would look oh, at hell yeah. Time. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, goddamn Red Band. Oh, gosh, I want that to come back. DuckTales. DuckTales is so good, and, and because they've changed channels, my DVR will record episodes that haven't been played before. Oh. And even, they like keep most of them in rotation, but every once in a while one will play that they haven't played on Disney yet. Like really? Gant, House of Gander played huh. the other day, and it recorded at 5.30 a.m., and I was like, fuck yeah, new episode. Wait, it's Tuesday. Wait, I saw it, though, didn't I? Yeah, but it, it played on XD. Oh, yeah. So now when it plays on Disney, my DVR's algorithm thinks he's like... I, think, I thought that first season title was and episode numbers never I'm, played before. I'm really stoked. Recorded. There's so many good shows coming back. Like The Tick, I'm very excited for. Tick. That first season... Is so good. ...blew my mind how good it was. I watched the first three episodes, I think. I really liked it. The second half of that first season was was all was pure Tick. Uh, like like the, the old cartoon. It kicks into a whole different gear. Absolutely. The like the first half, it's setting up Arthur becoming, Ar- you know, becoming Arthur, and uh, just Once. how Miss Lint yeah. chooses her trajectory. And then second half, it's like boom, it's right there. Yep. And it's it's wonderful. God, I love that show. I really did. We got Tick, Sabrina, Ducktales. No, that's October. I was it wrong. is. Oh, Avengers. Yeah. That movie's gonna be insane. Just the more I think about it, I'm like, it's just gonna be, yeah, insane. The new season's in October. Yeah, they still owe us twelve episodes of this season. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Are you sure? Uh huh. Okay. Well, I, mean, I did read the date, by the way. I mean, we already pretty much said it, but the, the Spider-Man sequel, what is it? Far from home. Yeah. It takes place literally. The beginning will be minutes after the end of Endgame. Renewed yeah, for so. a third season. Yeah. So yes. We'll see. So we already know pretty much for a fact that 
everything's getting sort of reset. Yeah. So do you think they're going to be like have no memory of what just happened? Maybe Spider-Man doesn't know who Iron Man is anymore. I, and I think Spider-Man's going to have all the information that, that he knows from Homecoming uh, and from Avengers Civil War. Oh, okay. So you think he will? Okay. Okay. But yeah, he's going to be back to being... So it might have yeah, gotten pushed. Yeah. A friendly neighborhood. Yeah. He may have no memory that it even happened to him. Yeah. Well, before we finish, uh, they... Oh, they made, can't wait. They made uh, announcements today about the... Oh, they talked about all the live content that Disney already has for its Disney Plus Right, series. yeah. Oh, but we don't have a release yet. Did you hear about the new animated series? Which? Marvel What If. Yeah, the What If. Doing Marvel What If for That's the Disney Plus. Cool. As an animated series, Marvel team up. So when cool. is this? We don't know when this is coming out, though. That's going to be in the fall, I think, is what they said. They said a few months, but they they haven't. Yeah. Just the live action show. This was announced. The Loki what if was announced like totally separately of all the others. I can't wait for Vision and the Scarlet Witch, Loki. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? There's the third one. Uh, release date. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Falcon Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh man, that shit's going to be so good. Yeah, it's all going to be. I, I mean. I do think What If is probably the thing I'm most excited for, although it doesn't... Because they don't have any constraints. I, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if that is going to work as a TV show that people want to see. Right. Because uh, I feel like you have, you have to be pretty well-versed in whatever the history is to yeah. it's a, take a What If series. Those are always great. Air. What, what If fucking just, night. I don't know. The Incredible Hulk didn't. I don't know. Just all the little scenarios they put out there. Hmm. And I've always fun. loved... Uh, there's there's a what if comic that's what if Conan showed up in 1970s New York? Yeah, <laughs> I read about a whole string of Conan's it's, appearances because he's now so he's a part of fall. Well, he's back Holy in the Marvel shit. universe yeah, yeah. now. Dude, there, there's there's these dark he's part of the Dark Adventures. Yeah. All right, well, Ducktales came back two weeks ago. Well, there you go, guys. Yeah, like better but cut this off. They ended the season early with Della Duck's story because they got renewed. I know what I'm uh, doing. Doing when I get home. Nice. <laughs> Me too. I watch an episode of Ducktales and then I'll watch some horror. Go to bed on that. It's. It's really cool to me that like my the thing I get most excited about to watch on TV right now is still DuckTales. It's still cartoons. It's so well done. They're yeah. not saying really, it for kids. Like I'm genuinely I want to know about the Stella. Defense. I think it's actually good for for a lot of different people. Like for people who watched it as a kid, it's good. For for little boys, it's good. For little girls, it's good. Like it's just good. Yep. I wish there was like a GI Joe. That was my show as a kid. I love GI. And they they may, I, I always that it takes so much effort to not make problematic. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that would that military so much. <laughs> love GI Joe. Aren't you just thinking about the Punisher series? It's true. Yeah. yeah. But, it's, but they had a and I brought it. I bring it up all the time. And there was an old GI Joe movie that came out a little more than a decade ago. That the movie? it was a series. Excuse me, an animated oh, yeah. series that was it, yeah. fantastic. But it didn't do well. It wasn't like the it was fantastic. Yeah. So was the one no one ever got came shot. out the same time. No, that was more of the Korean uh, the animation studio, but Cartoon Network was licensing all. Yeah, that shit. I the animation was a little weird. To yeah, me. but the stories were great. Were they? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't the He Man that came out back then was supposed to be fantastic too, and I couldn't watch that. I'll one. tell you, the new Shira is real good. Yeah, My daughters did? loved okay, it. Cool. My daughters loved it. They, they they gobbled it all up. Yep, it was so successful that they announced they're not going to use He Man in the universe. They don't need to. Uh, no, no it's better. They should. They should just make it Kinda a like Supergirl, Superman, right? Universe. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, it, it annoys me that 
they keep pushing Superman and, and his villains. And I understand Lex is a, a global villain. I get it too, but keep it keep it separated. Just, yeah. They've had their own canon. Just make Lena the villain. All these damn She's a Luther. Years. Make her the villain. Take that would be a great turn. And nobody gives a shit about Supergirl's rogues gallery. Yeah, so you I could take any of those people and make them better or cooler or rewrite them however you or want. Or make up new ones. And you're not going to lose people. Right, right. I agree. Make up new cool villains. Yeah. I didn't like that Liberty run. I didn't really watch it because it was, it was starting to Corn, bother me. Cornball up. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't doing it for me. And the guy that played that, that dude was on Smallville. Nice. He played, uh, what is it, uh, Doomsday or, uh, yeah, he played Doomsday. Nice. Neat. So, anyway. That's one thing CW's really good at is just bringing all these people back. It's so fun. All right, anything else we want to talk about? No. Wrap we would bring up about the uh, Southwest Chief. Comedy and Bicycle Festival? Yeah, we got half-off tickets at Mutiny Information Cafe through the rest of the month. Oh, yeah? Yep. And then... I told Wally I'll volunteer for a little bit. Like, I'll work yeah. or something. You go to the website, and there's a volunteer questionnaire that you can oh. fill out to get ticket hookup on that front. Yeah. And Ooh, uh, We're going to be re- recording there. We're starting to get everything organized. Um, we were invited to. Yeah, we're going to be recording there. We're on the schedule. I just was going over the schedule for... In a funeral home. Came here. In a funeral home. That's Hell also a TV yeah. studio for this small so town. So if we die, we die on of, stage, Yeah, it'll be good. Um, yeah, it's gonna, gonna be a blast. Being, we got Billy Wayne Davis, uh, Brad Wenzel, David Borey, Sam Talent. Borey? Sharpie? Uh, nope. Charpentier, no. Doesn't sound like it. Uh, there's a couple people who are still working on that's like schedule dependent, but those guys are Monica Nebby? She's coming, right? I don't know. I there's a hundred. I don't know. We've been on our show. Billy Wayne, though, former, yeah. former guest. Yeah, former guest Billy Wayne. Um, there will be a werewolf radar recording live. Oh yeah, nice, nice. You got two shows going there on there, a Nate. Live werewolf recording. Ron Fuck. Lynch will be there. Whoa. Um, yep, he'll be doing the Tomorrow Show. We to have Ron Lynch in uh, Loveland uh, next month. Yep. Oh yeah, for Brian. for lunch or oh no, maybe we'll go to lunch. <laughs> He's just really great. I made it sound like it was a sandwich or something. Yeah. I don't know. Ron Lynch. We have a Ron Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the other food inspector on Bob's Burgers. Hmm. So yeah, we're excited for that. May second through the fourth. Uh, yep. Second, th- second through the fifth is the weekend. The shows are pretty much the second through the fourth, cool. with some early morning stuff on the fifth. I'm leaving on the fifth, so I'm gonna not be able to party. Yeah, most people will be, but that's the days you got to block off. Because it's in the middle of nowhere. And it's yeah. going to be great. Cobblestone streets. There's more dispensaries than there are anything else. Oh, That's man. awesome. Nice. I already have plans to stay at this really fucked up shady motel. Really? Yeah. Nice. Which one? I don't know. The it's, one that we were told not to. Oh, yeah. it's Amendment 64? No, actually, was, I don't know. It's it's one that uh, I once pulled over in the parking lot of to switch out drivers while I was on my way to Santa Fe. The Days in the La Quinta, La Quinta. the Super 8, most of it's it's all great places. It's one of the busiest exits in Colorado. Yeah, no, this is the one that's a little before that's also a barbecue spot. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. I don't remember which one I'm staying at, but I got a nice one. I, uh, I think I probably got a nice one too. Let's see. I gotta look. I gotta save my emails. Eh. Can't wait to give you guys bed bugs. I think you got an okay one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be coming to my room. Fuck that. 
Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure. I, saw, I thought we were getting in group room, so I, I'm staying in my car. Like, no, you're stuck. I got, <laughs> oh, you got room. I got okay. a room. Oh, yeah, okay. Then I'm yeah, down. I, I want people to stay, yeah. man. I don't want to be alone. No, no, I got, I got cash. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay. Not worried about it. All right. No, I'm kind of excited to see Jeff get up one morning and all day be like, oh, my back's fucked up from sleeping in the car. It will be depending on where I sleep. I don't know where he's coming to sit tonight. I don't know. I don't It'll know be wherever I sleep. in the car. Yeah. It'll be wherever I sleep. All right, well, I'll take the child seat out. Do we have anything else? Anything else we want to talk nah, about? Follow local comedy. Come north. Come see some shows. I'm staying at the Trinidad Inn and Suites. Nice. Sweet. Wally says that's very nice. That's where the comics are staying. Okay. Yeah. A lot of the talent. So we'll be partying with them. Hell yeah. It's going to be great. All right. Well, then uh, we'll leave you with yeah. Excelsior. Excelsior. Okay.